This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Barnabas Piper talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me as, again, occasionally are uh, Dave and Barnabas. Occasionally. What Dave, is, what Dave is here pretty regularly. Dave is pretty consistent. You know, I mean, I'm just Dave, trying, I'm I'm trying to be a, inclusive of you, I, Barnabas. He I, had a stretch where he was out for a while, right, but then I, true. he the, stepped in solidly for me and I was gone. And November, yeah. up, unless it's author travel, yeah. November up to Bethlehem. I've got like a three-month stretch. So I don't have to travel like February, much. That's right. Yes, that's right. So, he doesn't uh, mean Bethlehem like, no. you know, no yeah. room in the end. But here's the good news. If you don't get, if you're not prevented from coming, in quotation marks, prevented from joining me in the icy wasteland of Minneapolis. Yeah, I physically was not able to get there. The 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 the, the airline froze yeah. to the tarmac. <laughs> um, I'm leaving for the airport and I get this notification. Flight's canceled, so I do the same thing the next day. Same deal. Flight's yep. canceled. And you were really upset about it. I was very you... upset. Yeah. My family was so happy. <laughs> they so did not want me to go that week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, y'all were stuck in the tundra. Y'all had fun. Yeah. You got a little Jeff Metters time in a hotel yeah. room. Whoa! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, you know, what happens in Minneapolis hotel that was like, rooms? I think that was like the first the time, other than Life Anger, sorry, um, that uh, Yeah, that we, we just that. re-aired that one too, didn't we? That's right. Yeah. Boy, you really struggling without me. You're yeah. like, boy, we haven't done anything fun without him. Let's just re-air the last time we had fun without him. <laughs> well, no, we just wanted to do something nice for Thanksgiving, and we were giving thanks for the nice for the to time not that me. That's you. Wonderful. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> Thankful for the time Barnabas wasn't here. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Cool. That's, that's right. Uh, that's nice. You know, it happens. It happens. Yeah. So. Um, but so many things have happened when you're when you're not here. Someone's declared you non-binary, and uh, I don't even know what that means. Non- what, yeah. What? Yeah. That. <laughs> All right. Yeah, apparently you have no gender. So is that who said that? That was. Oh, oh yeah. that's fine. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, <laughs> the, I think the other guest you have was like Elizabeth, and I was like, I, Elizabeth, I, she doesn't strike me as the type to make such claims about me. Nope. Yeah. Nope. That's because she's thoughtful and kind. And, right. Yeah. Uh, and the rest of our friends are not. <laughs> All right. I don't know what we do well. with this, but let's just go right into it. Okay. <laughs> Well, you know, it is... Uh, it I also is, have, a, I have a non-binary book list. It is neither male nor female. Uh, well, that's okay. good. That's good. All right. So uh, speaking of book lists, though, um, now is the time of year where um, many Christian websites and uh, particularly ones that like to run uh, think pieces with many with lists of uh, how, you, how you should think about what not. Do we hate these lists? Um, yes. The book? Yeah. The, which <laughs> the, ones? The list that we're the about lists? to do. Do we hate these? Yes. Um, yes I and no. hate it. Um, I like them because of what they do for um, Amazon affiliate links. <laughs> so it's self-serving. <laughs> for you. Oh, okay, Absolutely. so okay. all of these lists are 100% self-serving. This is yeah. a list yeah, yeah, of yeah. be impressed for what I've read this year. Yes. Yeah. This is not yes. a list of let me share with you what I love. Because you know when that happens? In real time. Yeah. You share things that you love while you are enjoying them. You don't wait till the end of the year and do it. So, yes, this is self-serving for Amazon affiliate links because you yep. get, you know, your nine cents per copy or whatever. Yes. You uh, It's self-serving because you boost your ego by being like, look how broadly I've read. Look how many – Look, extensive biographies of politicians and generals I've read. Yeah. Look how many <laughs> theological. No, this is like yeah. an Al Mohler special. Yeah. He's like, 
He's like, look at this. I, I'm going to count this as one, but it was an eight-volume biography of Winston Churchill or whatever. You're like, <laughs> whatever you have to say. Big, big round of applause, So, But here's the thing. Isn't our entire podcast entirely self-serving? Because all we're doing is showing off how much we read and how much we enjoy our books. No, it's no, not. No. Like, no, no, no. This is a chance to that's talk a, about, that's about, okay. about things we love and why others should be reading it, too. This is mm. not – which does sound self-serving, too. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I, I think we, we started out doing this. It was I don't want to do it just to talk about it. It needs to be useful for yes. someone listening. That's yes. it. We keep coming back to that. Yeah. So – we're going to talk about books. Don't bother. Don't bother with the time. Like, we've wasted time with books, so we're going to tell people don't go read it. But right. we're mainly going to tell you about the things you need to go try because well, we're trying yes. them too. Yeah. And there's, yeah. there's a, it, there is a lot of sort of satisfaction, joy, happiness when people discover new books, new authors. Like, I mean, That's all of us true. have introduced the other two books or authors that we hadn't read before. We've had guests who've come on. So one of the books on my list was one I read because of a guest we had on. Oh, good. And it made my list of this year. So that's like there's an element of gratitude for uh, mm-hmm. getting recommendations. And so I I think it's – there's just a lot of fun and pleasure in living in a world where people are not posturing with their books, but rather just like, hey, check this out. I loved it, which is a really different thing. Mm-hmm. We talked on the Happy Rant. We talked about how like consumer goods become like part of your, your platform or your image. Yeah. I have no interest in my books being part of my image because I will talk about like a young adult book or a dumb fiction book <laughs> or whatever that I liked because I liked it. Yes. And there's, there's no image in yeah. that. It's just it was it's just fun. what it is. I just liked yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. All right. So uh, we, of course, are talking about the books we in the about categories of books or about. individual books about boot. books about a boat and uh, maybe uh, about a boat. I don't have any about a boat this year. OK, well, that's fine. Maybe next time. So but we are talking about books we enjoyed um, over the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, some basic ground rules. They don't have to have been published in this year because that would be pretentious and silly. Um, they don't have there's no real rhyme or reason necessarily aside from our what we will explain um as we go through <laughs> our our lists going and, round yeah, about to be clear to say that these are the best books no and that's what standard, i didn't say we're not yeah. it's just books no. we enjoy yeah no, these are favorites yeah these, these are, are just favorites. favorites yeah right I, yeah I, I would have answered it differently. I felt like best book. But the reality is, like, there's been a lot of great books that have been published this year that yeah. I have not read. Right. May not ever. Um, right. I, I, don't, I don't want to discredit them because I haven't, but talk no. about ones. No, so these are just books. These are just books. Which ones stick we out? Yeah. That, that, that really we remember. Which, yeah, that are, my, my least that favorite list are the best books of yeah. 2019. Sure. I'm like, really? You read all of the books in right. 2019? Right. Yes. That all is something. Uh, twice. A media outlet is probably more qualified to do. And I say that like a New York Times review books because they've got all these different editors who are voting, they're talking about them, they're wrestling with them. It's like anyone who's coming up with a Pulitzer yeah. or a you know, Nobel Prize. Like the realities, you get a lot of people who, right. who have it's read all It's not the subjectivity these. that bothers me. No. It's like when the Gospel Coalition does it, I'm like, I know you've got a squad of reviewers. Y'all didn't read all the books. And in fact, I know a bunch of you don't even read whole genres of books. Mm -hmm. So to call these the best books of whatever is nonsense. That's just not true. That's a good point. So these are not the best books of anything other than our our personal enjoyment. enjoyment. These are the best books for our enjoyment that we read during this this calendar calendar year. year. Yep. All there right. We go. Those are our qualifications. There we go. That's some good qualifying, gentlemen. Uh, Another qualification. Okay. Dave's list is wrong. 
Well, that's just a given. So, just going to put that out there right, now. You don't know what's these, on it, but it's 100% wrong. Some of wrong. these were recommendations from you two. <laughs> right, so, okay, it's not 100% <laughs> okay. wrong. It's at least 40% wrong. And, and from uh, Elizabeth Hindman, all right, okay. one of our guests. I mean, all right, come on. so you're fine then. All right, oh, so, uh, so Dave, how about you kick us off? Fine, I'm going to honor, kick us I'm off gonna, the I'm gonna honor a guest but then of ours. Who's going to push record? He can't kick uh, me off. Right. We we had a previous episode. Go listen to it with Elizabeth Hyman. Barnabas was not in it, so it was a great episode. Mm. Um, Dave felt very affirmed. Fair. I did feel very affirmed <laughs> by learning about what women want. Dot yes. dot dot in books. That's true. That's so, true. Women. Uh, Elizabeth uh, did a great movie, job. By the way. Right. Yeah. The Mel Gibson one. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember it. Yeah. I, yeah. Helen Hunt's not. She's not a good actress. So yeah. Anyway. Sure. Despite winning an Academy Award, she did win an Academy Award, which is one more than you and me. Be good to win an Academy (laughs) Award. Yeah, there's a lot of people who have won (laughs) one New York Times bestsellers, which is more than me too. That doesn't mean they're good at writing books. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Sorry. What? (laughs) Believe that was. I guess it still exists. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. So Elizabeth recommended the memoir by Tara Westover, Educated, which Mm. was wonderful. Yeah. It's basically Mm -hmm. hillbilly elegy for. Uh, a, a Mormons West Coast. That's, yes, that's really is female yes. Mormon West Coast. Yes, that, that's the best way to put it, right there. All right, it was great. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, it's uh, what did you love about it? It is. Uh, um, what I love is seeing someone who did not have who was presented what their family thought the world was mm-hmm. and seeing them throughout the book discover all of these things. So it's like she's not just growing up in terms of age, but also seeing what the world truly is. Mm-hmm. And um, seeing her confidence, it's an underdog story, just like yeah. Hillbilly Elegy. You're cheering for this person to make it out of this mess, essentially. And mm-hmm. you get that same feeling after reading uh, her story. I listened to the audiobook, actually, so I didn't mm. read it in that way. But it was I, – I really enjoyed it, and uh, it's not too long. Um, I, I went ahead and watched, like, an interview she did about it, and was really impressed with her. She – of course, she is now, like, a professor of history, so um, I will like her the more. So there you go. Great one. All right. Great. Next. All right. So I was, when I was putting together this list, I realized all of the best books I read this year mm-hmm. were like before August. Mm. So what happened? I started writing. Oh, you writing. got busy. You got mm. busy. When I'm writing, I don't have enough mental energy to read the, the most sort of thoughtful or emotionally deep or books that really, you know, demand a lot. Yeah. And so uh, I had to go, yeah, I had to go back to like, the first half of the year to pull together my list. Uh, let's see. I'll just I'll go chronologically. So sure. the first book that I enjoyed most this year was Us Against You by Frederick Beckman. We've talked about it uh, yep. at length. Yep. <clears throat> but so I read Beartown at the tail end of last year, read this one like the first week of this year. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's brilliant. I don't know that a ton more needs to be said because we've talked about it a, a lot, but uh, yep. <clears throat> So I I didn't own these, and so I recently swung into Parnassus and bought uh, bought them so that I have real copies on my shelves because as they're you worth, should they're worth rereading they and worth owning and absolutely don't ask me to borrow them because I don't lend people books. Well, that's fine, um, but that's fine. I actually broke my uh, my loaning rule and I bought and I loaned one to you. You did. You You're did. never gonna really? get it back. Oh, I know. I'm never so getting it back. You, so did you gift it? <laughs> We said this was a no swearing episode, Dave. <laughs> That's right. You're making it really hard right now. Can I, 
kind of to mess not you up. swear. So I actually had Bear Town and Us Against You on my on my list. Against Against? Yeah. What's Us, what, us what Against is that? You. Us Against You. Us Against You. Against <laughs> Against. <laughs> Against. Aaron never sounds more pretentious than when he, he says against. against. I'm just Canadian. <laughs> yeah, but most of the time when Canadians talk, they sound like folksy. When you say against, you sound like you're trying to, I don't know, talk down to us. Well, I feel like sometimes I have to. I mean, good luck with that. So, but. Yeah, that's fine. So anyway, um, I am. So because you've uh, you've kindly mentioned those, you've saved me the trouble of that. Right. I am going to um, I'm going to share a different one. Um, it is actually my grandmother asked me to tell you she's sorry. Also by Fr- Frederick Backman. Sorry. Or Bachman. Sorry. 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 Sorry, Frederick. Bachman. I haven't read that one yet. It's. It's terrific. It right. is. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. It is the story of a seven seven year old girl who's a little bit who's a little bit odd, and her grandmother who is also kind of crazy. Um, and so she goes on a quest to um, like basically to find people who were in her grandmother's life and apologize to them. And um, and as a seven year old, as a seven year old. It was part of a. It's basically this scavenger hunt mission that her grandmother gives her when she dies, um, and it's it, it's really well done. It's really interesting, and so she's she is um, going and hunting down and taking letters to um, you know to basically this apartment building that's full of um, drunks, monsters, and attack dogs. <laughs> um, but it's a fascinating book. It's really well done. Uh, I really enjoyed it a lot. So, all right, I'll keep it going. All right, yep. my, my I, I'm only going to give you one history book. Okay, <gasps> what? Yeah, all right. I I, I I told myself just one. That's all. That's all I get. All right, uh, on Desperate Ground by Hampton Sides, which is about the Korean War, the Marines who were encircled at the Chosen Reservoir. It's a oh. great book on leadership. Hampton Sides can write the fire out of a book awesome. too. I know. So it takes a good nice. writer, certainly. And I never knew that much about the Korean War. So mm-hmm. I think it's certainly worth anyone who's casually interested in. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Very cool. <clears throat> All right. Uh, my second one was A Severe Mercy by Sheldon Van Auken. Also mm. read that towards the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, it is a memoir of like coming to faith and then faith in the midst of tragedy. And... Um, Van Auken was a student and friend of C.S. Lewis. So mm-hmm. Lewis is a tangential character, but also a very influential really? sort of, sort of a, an, uh, like the, the voice of reason, the voice of kind of spiritual fathering in some ways, um, for Van Auken and his, so it's about the loss of his wife and, um, so like they're, they're coming, their love story, they're coming to faith together story, they're growing in faith and then her death to, I'm, I'm, I think it was cancer. I don't even know what they say exactly what the disease was and then sort of his processing through that. So, uh, yeah. And I don't think he wrote any other books, which mm. it's, so it, it has a, uh, it has a little bit of a Harper Lee quality where it's just this transcendent book and there are no others by that person. Like they, they put, he put all of his, 
wisdom, experience, creative genius into this thing and then just went on living life. He was a mm -hmm. professor, teacher, and I think, you know, just lived a very full and faithful life. But this was the one book. Um, I went looking for other stuff and I didn't find anything. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's phenomenal. That's cool. I think there's something to be said for for being willing to stop at one if that's all you've got to say or all you needed to say. I um, wish more people would only write books if they felt they needed to say it instead of if they felt they needed to make some like, cash platform or yeah, I think people write books for like as a rung in the ladder, yeah. not as a contribution to something necessary. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. All right. Um, so speaking of a book that has that is uh, that does have something that is worth saying. Um, oh, he did write a sequel, by the way. It's called Under oh. the Mercy, but I haven't read that one. Okay, there you go. So there you go. Yeah. Well, The Prodigal Prophet by Tim Keller. Yeah, oh, that was in Joe, like my runner up. My Joe runner up list. Yeah, that was a Everyone's, good one. That was so um, it among, was really well done among the Tim Keller mm -hmm. books, and it's hard because. Mm -hmm. It's difficult. Um, <laughs> each one is... Where does this... Yeah, where well, does this each one, one sit? It, like, it's different. So, um, I mean, probably the probably the one I enjoyed the most of his books was his... Uh, his actu Actually, his book on prayer. Um, oh, really? That was my least favorite of yeah. any of the Keller books that I've read. The one that I couldn't even finish was uh, his book on suffering. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. So... Um, of course wow. you did. You guys, <laughs> but I mean, just and awesome what together. I, I mean, what I read was fine. It was just I couldn't. I it was just the wrong time for me to read it. So that, yeah, I mean, and that's yeah. probably it. I I think so. I think yeah. his books need to be put in categories because his larger yes. books are sort of treatises on yes, yes, you know, work, marriage, prayer, yeah. suffering, yeah. apologetics, yeah. and they're whatever. all really good. Yes, in their um, own right. The prayer one wasn't bad. It just was Keller doing something that I was not there for. I got I didn't come for what he was doing. Right. So he he sure. was essentially exploring the works of other classic like mm -hmm. church fathers, things like that on prayer. Yeah. And I was like, nah, that's not what I wanted. Um, right. So it doesn't mean it's a bad book. I just no. didn't enjoy it. Right. So, so as far as, but I mean, in terms of his, his books that are more or less um, sermons that have been, have been converted into books. Um, this one's pretty close to like pretty close to the top. I'd put it second. I, yeah. But again, that, like, there's a lot of like when you intersect with this, but counter, yeah. counterfeit gods is my favorite. I would put prodigal yep. prophet second, prodigal yeah. god yes, but third. Yeah. Although I mean, prodigal god and counterfeit gods felt very close together for me um, in some ways. So but, you, uh, and you put reason for God in like another category. It's it's, it's, yeah, it's entirely it's a different category. Yeah, 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 book. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. I got you. So, okay. um, so yeah, so that one was there for me. It was just a great, it was a great read. And it was one of the few, actually one of the very few books that I read in the, um, in the category that we all work in, um, yeah. this year. So, yeah. Okay. Works for me. All right. My, my quote classics category. Uh, I enjoyed travels with Charlie. John Steinberg. Oh, there you I go. Did. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was just enjoyable. Nice. You know, I, I, have read a lot more Steinbeck this year, thanks mm -hmm. to you guys. Um, and um, yeah, it, I mean, it's it's just one of them. I, I like travel memoirs as long as the writing is good. Mm -hmm. And so, if you like Bill Bryson and and uh, Mark Twain's travel writing, it's not that Steinbeck writes in that way of this kind of like semi cynical attitude, but it's uh, except he when just, he's writing about Texas. Who? 
Steinbeck. Oh, really? Mm, Stein, yeah. Steinbeck's. Oh, yeah. He is not kind. Steinbeck's to, uh, like three. Dex, yeah, three page. Yes. In Travels of Charlie, three yes, pages right. on like Thanksgiving in Texas. Yes. Is like, it should be. It should it be reading funny. at Thanksgiving every year. Yeah. It's yeah. so brutally hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I loved it. Yeah. Yep. It was good. So yeah. Good. I recommend. That's awesome. Oh, back to me. All yep. right. Uh, book of poetry called Two Funerals Then Easter by mm. Rachel Joy Welcher. Um, so it's just a collection yeah. of poems. She's, you know, she's about my age Ish. and, yeah. you know, really gifted writer. So not like a, this, this isn't like a classic book of poetry or collection. These are her poems written after going through the decline of a marriage, mm-hmm. the, her husband leaving her. God's restoration and then falling in love and remarrying uh, in the last couple of years. And but she's just a really gifted poet. And poetry is this very sort of nebulous thing. Like what makes a good poem? I don't have any idea. I just know yeah. that some of it I like and some of it I don't. Yeah. You know, you know um, when you read it and you experience yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. To me, po- poetry is a little bit yeah. like, you know, like gourmet cooking. Like sometimes you, you look at it and you're like, man, that was that was done by a genius. There was so much craftsmanship. It was brilliantly done, and I hated it. It was—I mm. just thought it was gross. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's a lot of poetry like that. Like, I, they're just certain classic poets I read, and I'm like, I think they're a genius, and I really didn't enjoy any of it. Um, this is kind of the opposite in that she's not a well-known classic poet yet, but I consistently resonate, love the wording, the style, the imagery. She's she's pretty brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, two funerals then Easter. Uh, by Rachel Joy Welcher. Cool. Okay. That's awesome. Um, I'm going with a uh, a favorite by a friend of the podcast. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Um, so I really enjoyed Afraid of All the Things um, oh, by our friend Scarlett. Hilda Bidel. And Scarlett, so. we're very pleased that you're doing better. Yes. She had a very tough scare. Yeah, yeah. she had a little bit of a scare yeah. there. Had, um, yeah. had a pretty serious... Uh, some well, so I think it's a serious surgical yeah. procedure. Yeah, yeah like it was, having a, your yeah, thyroid it was a mass removed. removed from her thyroid, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, thought, and thought it was cancerous, but it, yeah, they were benign. they were afraid of that. But uh, yeah, yeah, she's okay. It's, man, to it's really there's there's something providential about writing a book about fear mm-hmm. and then facing a what literally what they it. thought would yeah. be potentially life threatening, and she, you know, so they three young daughters and just. It, yeah. it really terrifies. I mean, that's terrifying no matter what stage of life you're in, but there's a lot on the line. And then so to write a book about fear, God, you know, faith in God in the midst of that, and then to, to, to face that. And again, thankfully yeah. it was benign. And yeah. that doesn't, you know, that, yeah, just there, there's a, uh, there's something significant about that and kind of to put, to put meat on the bones of a book. Like this is not just a concept of somebody who has lived mm-hmm. a peachy life. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right. Correct. So, so yeah. So it was, it was a great read. It's, it's funny. It's, but it's, it's the the kind of funny that in a book, it that it works. Yeah. So because Scarlet's yeah. actually funny. So um, when it's and it's not funny like like the preacher who tells a funny story and then like pivots to a text. You know, or yeah, you're like exactly. it's sort of out of place funny or useless yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it, it's not it, trying it to be funny. It's well. just funny. It's relatable funny. So there we go. It's good. All right. All right. I'm in my Minnesota category. Uh, William Kent Kruger's book, This Tender Land, which I did love. Mm-hmm. I have that on my, yeah. my to-do read list at yeah. your recommendation. It mm-hmm. is. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a uh, Tom Sawyer, uh, Huckleberry Finn-like story of Native American boys in an orphanage in Minnesota. And yep. It's, 
what uh, you've kind of seen them doing with these two other white boys is escaping from there, and it's about their journey to get to St. Louis. So mm-hmm. it's a great story. There you Why go. were they going for St. Louis? Just to, just to be free? Well, I don't want to reveal too much, okay. but is one, of, okay? them, one yeah. of them has the promise of family being there because remember okay. the whole idea is like searching for family yeah. the whole yeah. time. So. Yeah. Um, but it's great, of course. It's a cast of characters. You know, it's just like anything. There's an odyssey to the whole yeah. thing. So yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good writer. I, yeah. I didn't know him until last year, and I thought, wow, this is great. I met him at BEA, and he's written a ten. He wrote oh. Ordinary Grace was his big book. He's also one of those authors. He's written like a dozen books, and then Ordinary Grace comes out a few years ago, and that was a it was a big hit. Big sure. New York Times bestseller. I don't think any of his previous ones were. I think he sold nothing, nothing bad, good. Like, There's hope for us yet, Aaron. Right. Yes! Tens yeah. of copies. We just got to write a right. dozen books that don't sell, yes. and then maybe we'll get a hit. Yes. Well, I wrote four in the last yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did work not. Your stuff, man, is going crazy. You're, you're like writing. I did not I write four in the last Love year. Love it. Yeah. I had a very yeah. prolific year this you did. year. You um, did. I've been very tired because of it. I but, heard uh, that. I'm pretty worn out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My turn? Yeah. Yeah. All you right. too. Uh, next one was a very different category. It was the... It was Ray Ortland's commentary on Proverbs Ooh. from the Preaching the Word series. So Crossway has a series of yeah. expository commentaries, which sound, expository commentary sounds very boring. It's basically just a sermonic study of text. But so Ray was the senior pastor at Emmanuel where I now work up until. So I I overlapped with him for a month before he retired and handed off the pastorate. Yeah. And uh, so he was my pastor for several years. So there's there's certainly a uh, a bias here. But I don't love books just because I know the people who write them. And this is one of the most helpful books on biblical wisdom I've ever read. He he sort of he takes Proverbs thematically. First of all, things like 180 pages. Yeah. So it's it's very readable. It's not dense. The chapters are concise. Yeah. And he looks at fear of the Lord. He looks at just the different categories that Proverbs sort of touches on. So he's not going verse by verse as much as like these are themes, mm-hmm. which is a great way to look at Proverbs because there's so much sort of recurring wisdom in there. Yeah. And, you know, for those who don't know Ray or who he is, he's, you know, 70 years old, has been married for 40-something years, 50 years, yeah. I mean, a long Some, time, yeah. happily married, yeah. wonderful family, you know, yep. gr- grown kids, grandkids, yeah. faithful pastor, like everything in his life you look at and you're like, I would like to be like that when I'm 70. Mm-hmm. And so his his take on biblical wisdom is, uh, it means more than somebody who just studies the text well. Correct. Although yeah. he does that as well. He's a yes. brilliant, brilliant scholar. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I am switching gears here, and I'm going with um, one of my more one of my favorite uh, books with pictures from there. So, a, uh, a graphic novel that was released this year um, that uh, is called Heroes in Crisis, and so it was an exploration of PTSD and um, and superheroes t- um, together, and it was kind of wild. Um, really? It was what was interesting is it is it's a pretty controversial book within superhero comics circles, um, partly because the marketing on it was so bad, and it um, and it basically sold it as something else other than what it really was, and so yeah, and so it's i i really liked it it is definitely not for everybody but that's tom king's writing style is it's a bit of an acquired taste but yeah, uh it's only getting three out of five stars on amazon right that's now. true all right that's so, true so people have feelings There's, there it's it is it. a very polarizing book okay so right. 
it's Interesting. like yeah it's like last jedi polarizing so okay oh, yeah the, i finally the, saw that really week bad ago. star wars movie uh, I, regardless I, of what you think about it um like i don't did, think did, this is a bad book this okay. is an enjoyable book from my perspective two second Doug. Yes. so did you did you like last jedi um i just watched it a is, week ago for the first time <laughs> that's why I, you know, I haven't come to a like a fr- like I think of the movies of the movies in the series. It's one of the ones that aside from like the first two in the prequel trilogy, um, I definitely don't like I, I like it less than I like some of the other ones. Sure. But I li- but I appreciate a lot of what's there. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. OK. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There you go. All right. All right, my last of the five in in the Christian slash apologetics category would <laughs> be confronting Christianity. Mm. Uh, Rebecca McLaughlin's uh, book, oh, which it's on my shelf, which is great. I read it yet. Yeah, no, I, really I haven't gotten it. around to it yet. <laughs> yeah, but I it's, want to. Yeah, yeah I have a that's I have a, a shelf of books that's all like these are books that I will read when I'm done mm-hmm. writing a book, mm-hmm. and that's high on the list. It looks nice. phenomenal, yeah. and I've I've heard some things like interviews with her and things, and she's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just uh, good fresh perspective. Yeah. She certainly thinks a little bit different way, but yeah. it's real solid writing and theology is great. So yeah. cover is fantastic. It won a cover award a few weeks yeah. ago by ECPA. That's so, great. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. Crosswood did a good Nobody job knows yeah. good covers like ECPA. <laughs> <sighs> Nobody knows good covers like Dave Schrader. That's, uh, you know. I don't know what to do with that, but um, sure. Yeah. Just, just own it. Just own it. Just be like, thank you. Yeah. Mm. Just win, just win your war, Dave. Win, yeah, win my right. war. Yep. Yeah, that's right. All right, All right I think All this right. is my fifth one. If I can count, yeah, um, you can count today. Today, that's right. Unlike lists that we talked about on the Happy Rant, yeah, where you can't count. No. Um, number five is The Sun by Ooh. Philip Meyer, recommended on this podcast by Andrew Osinga. Mm. Okay, he yeah. was on. Yeah. We're, we're discussing yeah. a mutual yeah. affection yeah. for westerns. I don't know what y'all went on to talk. That was one that I had to leave a little early, so you yeah. just moved moved on from there. Yeah. But westerns were a major. People theme. didn't even know that you left, thanks to my editing job. That was yeah. Well, I mean, I tried to be quiet on my way out yeah. the door too, not like slam it or burn things down or whatever. Yeah. So he recommended it as sort of like a sweeping <laughs> western epic, multi generational thing, which is all true. What he wasn't able to put into words in his explanation was the brilliant way. So Philip Myers, the author, the way that he jumps from generation to generation. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it starts in, you know, the like just post civil war, 1800s. And then there's like a, a 1920s leading up to 1940s. And then there's like a 1980s. So three Mm -hmm. generations and it jumps between them. So you can see how the characters, how the generations, how like the actions of one generation mm-hmm. are building up to the wealth success as mm-hmm. well as utter dysfunction yeah. of the others. And mm-hmm. it's, but it also has like sort of the brilliant, like empty nihilism of, of, of a good Western where there's like a mm-hmm. bleakness. And then the last thing, and I think he talked about this when he was on here, we talked about it together was how the, the geography, the setting is a character Mm. which I think is every great Western that's true. Cause you guys were talking about lonesome dove uh, mm-hmm. at one point, yeah. a bunch of y'all reading it together, which again, one of my favorites, mm-hmm. that would have been one of my favorites last year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one where the geography is a character like yeah. that. That book cannot exist mm-hmm. anywhere, but the American West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and this, this, the sun has the same, uh, mm-hmm. the same thing going on. So yeah, super fascinating. Mm-hmm. 
like the story itself is fascinating, yeah. but the way it's all put together yeah. is brilliant. Mm-hmm. He's it's, it's yeah. an amazing book. Cool. Cool. I think uh, my last one is uh, The Devil in the White City by Eric yeah. Larson. And so that mm-hmm. was a and and I'll be honest, I was I was wrestling back and forth with was I going to go Stephen Pressfield or was I going to go with this? But uh, <laughs> but I went with this one. Which Pressfield? Um, if it was Gates of Fire, then you made the wrong choice. <sighs> because Gates of Fire is better. No, it wasn't Gates of Fire that okay. I was thinking about. So it was um, fiction. Though? OK, no, it was, Nonfiction. Pressfield? Yeah. Maybe. Was it Lionsgate? the... Was yeah, 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 yeah. Lionsgate. The, in Israel? Yeah. yeah. 1967? Yeah. War? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was that was, uh, yeah. that was on yeah. that was on my runner-up list as well. I mean, well. it was close. It was, like yeah. I said, it was a toss-up. Um, but I just... Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed how, uh, how Larson weaved together a notorious serial killer, the World's Fair... And fit the Titanic into it all at the same time. I forget the Titanic part. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all about the framing sequence. So, um, so I just I really enjoyed it. It was great fun. All right. So guys, that was uh, that was a good discussion about all of our our books that we enjoyed. Look at us, we're special. We read so many books. Yes, yes, we read many books. They um, we postured room, the of this podcast in rooms that smell of uh, Corinthian leather and rich mahogany. And uh, <laughs> and scotchy scotch scotch. That's right. Um, so until next time, we are gonna say goodbye. And uh, so do leave your your sincere or not five star rating and review. Do leave a kind review of Barnabas's and my books on Amazon though, and maybe get some for Christmas presents. Because and pre order my time to, to be fair, to only be fair. one of mine is really available right now. That's true. The Curious Christian's available. Makes a great Christmas present. It's perpetually yeah. on sale for fifty percent off. That's I right. don't know if that's an that's Amazon right. thing. If they've got too much stock, if B and H is like, here, just take it for free. No. I don't know you what's don't going know. on clearance. Stop, do you? Um, All right. It's going out of print. Yeah. I don't know it yet. Yeah, um, but. <laughs> Help My Unbelief is re-releasing January 1st from the Good Book Company. Mm-hmm. So you can pre-order that one. It'll come right after Christmas. That's right. Honestly, you're not reading any books at Christmas anyway. Wait until January. Yeah. It's a great January. Yeah. And then the Pastor's Kid re-releases in June. Mm-hmm. And in between the two, I've got a Bible study coming out called Help My Unbelief. So mm-hmm. a six-session small group study kind of pairs with the book out of Lifeway. That comes out in February. So yep. if you're looking for small group stuff, it's got video. Uh, I tried. I put on makeup and everything. Yeah, you did. I got all, I got you all just started did, uh, doing it all the time. Now. I got all did. Uh, I, yeah, I haven't yeah. taken it off yeah. yet. It's been yeah. since August. It's yeah. the same makeup. That's um, right. Yeah. So yeah. that said, and then I've got a book coming out in the fall that I need to finish writing. So yeah. 2020 is, that's going to be my prolific year, I guess. There you go. You yeah, had, you've you got, got a big year. You've got a big year. Uh, so I'm tired. Yeah. Writing is a lot of work. It is. I enjoy it, but it's work. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, while you've got those out, uh, Epic, uh, Epic, the story that changed the world and Epic devotions are both out now. Also um, really good stocking stuffer slash Christmas. Yes. Gifts. So get those for your kids and your families and, uh, and enjoy it. So, uh, guys, we will, uh, we will continue our conversation on another episode and, uh, listeners, we'll talk to you later. Bye. This is an area code podcast.